0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Disco Yeti podcast, uh, where I, Emily, your host, discuss all things Disney. The purpose of this podcast, or at least how I imagine it, is to provide quick, you know easily digestible information for anyone who's a huge fan of Disney wants to kind of live vicariously or for anyone who's actually planning a Disney trip and wants to learn some tips and tricks. Today in the spirit of planning and tips and tricks I want to talk about my fast pass picks for each of the four Disney World parks and the FastPass situation can be stressful, there can be a lot of planning that goes into it, and there's also a lot to consider with the different tier systems used in certain parks. So I'll touch on that a little bit as well. If you've listened to this podcast, understand the name of the podcast, or know me at all, I think it's pretty easy to figure out that we're going to start in my absolute favorite park, Animal Kingdom, Um, and I think that it's just consistently the easiest for me to always pick my fast passes in it hasn't my selections haven't really changed the last however many times I've gone they stay consistently the same because I feel it's pretty straightforward uh, at this park because there's not that many rides compared to some of the other parks like Magic Kingdom there's a lot more planning a lot more thought um, that goes into what you personally want and I feel like in Animal Kingdom there's only a couple choices that truthfully make full sense so obviously Number one, my top fast pass to try to get is also the hardest fast pass to try to get, and that's for Flight of Passage. It's just such an incredible ride, as we all know by now, and even though it's been open for quite a while, as of 2020, it is still crazy busy and lines can consistently be over two hours and often are three or four hours still. So this is one of those fast passes that you need to get on, you know, right at 7am when your window opens and you need to snatch this one first right away. And I do say that, yeah, in regards to the tiers of fast passes, uh, Animal Kingdom, the tier one fast passes, meaning you can only pick one of those is both of the pandora rides so that's flight of passage or the navi river journey i do think that if it's one of those scenarios where maybe there aren't any more fast passes for flight of passage and you just can't get one i do think that you should still take one for the navi river journey instead as kind of a second option just because it is still very fun to go and to see all the incredible theming on this very relaxing kind of water ride if you haven't been um, and it's another reason just to kind of get you into Pandora, so I think definitely still take that fast pass if you can't get anything. Moving on to kind of the tier two attractions, which are everything else in the park, it's also probably pretty clear what's going to be on my list, and that is of course Everest. So Expedition Everest is my favorite roller coaster in Disney World, and I think it's consistently just so, it's held up, you know, for so long, uh, even without the Yeti fully operational. If you want to hear me talk more about that, you can go back to my very first episode of Disco Yeti, my teaser, uh, which gives the explanation of the name of this podcast. Anyways, I digress, as I always do about Disco Yeti and Mount Everest. Expedition Everest, I feel One of my favorite things actually about riding this ride isn't even the ride itself. I've always loved the queue for it. Um, And of course, when you have a fast pass, you don't get to go in that normal queue. However, I still think it's worth it because Everest is one of those rides that you're not going to want to ride just once. And so while it may not always have the longest wait times in the park and it has, you know, reasonably maybe under an hour waits, uh, which for Disney is pretty decent and a lot of people will easily wait for that. I think that getting the fast pass for it allows you to kind of go on at your pace when you would want to and sets you up so that you don't have to keep waiting in line for 40, 60 minutes to ride it more than once. Um, And so that's why I kind of always get a fast pass for it. My third in advance fast pass pick for Animal Kingdom, and again, I feel you could probably guess this one too, but I don't know, people might be down to two options on this one and so I'll explain my third choice for advanced fast passes and then my fourth choice for what a same day fast pass would be. So my third choice for the in advance fast passes is the safari and I really only say this because it can be kind of a slowly loaded ride uh, with the different ride vehicles and the safari vehicles coming in at different times and trying to get a lot of people on and off and so I just think the line has a tendency to really back up on this attraction and I feel it is kind of a classic attraction for Animal Kingdom and it's something that you really need to ride when you go there and it's also something very relaxing. You get to sit, you get to just kind of zone out, enjoy the animals, enjoy the scenery, you know maybe enjoy a couple jokes or learn some new information from the driver cast member on the ride. Um, And so that's why it is my third pick. So my fourth pick, which I'm assuming some other people might have been thinking about as potentially the third pick is dinosaur. And I think this is a great attraction as well. I will admit sometimes I do get a little scared on dinosaur. Um, I've been scared of it probably ever since I was a little kid, but that's okay. It's still really fun and it's a classic as well. The reason that it is my fourth, you know, unofficial fast pass pick or would be my same day fast pass pick is that it usually doesn't have lines that I feel are that bad either. Uh, The queue isn't very long. Even if you're waiting outside of the building, it's still not that long of a queue. And I think that it's still very reasonable and very easy to get onto the ride without a fast pass. Uh, However, compared to the rest of the rides in Animal Kingdom, besides the ones I would get a fast pass for already, it does have the longest wait times typically. Um, and so that is why I would get a fast pass for it just to make things smoother if it was available all right so that wraps up animal kingdom for me and we are going to move on to magic kingdom which I honestly have a pretty easy time with with making my fast pass selections because I'm pretty classic so based on that I'm pretty sure you can figure out what my fast passes would be there is a large theme (laughs) to them but magic kingdom can prove difficult to pick fast passes for because there is just an overwhelming amount of options but what's helpful to consider is that many many rides will always have fast pass same day availability almost no matter when you go Um, and so i will discuss some of those rides later on uh, and i'll also discuss my choices and why i have picked those so diving in my number one pick is Space Mountain. I love the ride. I know that some people aren't huge fans of it anymore, you know, especially riding it and feeling that it's it's a very simple coaster and it's a, also a very older kind of design. And, you know, when you compare that to some of the newer rides uh, and the smoothness of those throughout all four of the parks, Space Mountain for some people does start to slip, but for me... It is just such a classic, and I would say it's a classic for a lot of other people, too, because those lines do not quit. There is always consistently, you know, usually at least an hour wait in the standby line for Space Mountain, um, and so I say that it is just something really important for me personally to get a Fast Pass for, uh, and I just usually like to avoid waiting in lines for that, because I know I'm going to want to ride it anyways, and it has some of the longest lines. Going along with my theme... My second choice would be Splash Mountain, of course, Um, as long as it's the time of the year that it is open. Splash Mountain is just so fun for me and I love, you know, kind of the ways that they've updated it and added to it throughout the years and I just think it's a very fun ride. It's very nostalgic just another thing like space mountain that i want to do and i'm going to do so why not get a fast pass to avoid waiting in the lines because this is another attraction especially on hot days that has notoriously long lines so getting a fast pass is always worth it all right my third fast pass choice in case you could not tell obviously i'm a fan of the mountains so number three big thunder mountain so you know Compared to the other two, I feel that Big Thunder Mountain is pretty easy to get on on a typical day-to-day basis. I always feel like the lines and the wait time that is listed is so much longer than it actually takes to get on the ride. There have been many times where I have gotten on the ride with a 50-60 minute wait time and I'm on in 25 or 30. I don't know if this is consistently true for other people, but that's what I've noticed for me. So sometimes I do find myself questioning If I want to get a fast pass for this attraction, but it's kind of the same rationale as Everest for me Thunder Mountain is always something that I want to ride more than once while I am there Preferably once during the day, maybe once at sunset once at night as many times as I can really So for me, it's kind of the idea of avoiding a line as many times as possible So that's why I like to get the fast pass for it because I know I'm gonna want to ride it anyways So it's hard for Magic Kingdom to make just three choices If I was getting a fourth you know kind of same day fast pass or I needed to swap out one of the other three I would usually go with the Jungle Cruise because I just think it's another classic attraction that I'm gonna want to ride and it can have some long lines as well Um, so kind of to speed that up I would get a fast pass for that if it was available on the same day. That's another ride that the queue isn't exactly very fun so it can feel like a long wait time is just torture for that ride. My fifth same day fast pass would be one of those rides that always has fast passes available um and that for me typically i always grab one on the same day for buzz Lightyear, space ranger spin because for some reason and i don't understand it but it always has same day fast passes like always i have never looked before like you know 8 p.m I have never looked and not seen a same-day fast pass available for that ride, so it's one of my top choices to get later in the day, and I would not really recommend getting one of those as an in-advance fast pass. Some people might be wondering why I haven't actually really picked to get a fast pass for some of the most busy and most popular rides at Magic Kingdom, which are Peter Pan's Flight and one of the more new rides, Seven Dwarves Mine Train and these two rides do always have consistently long lines, um, and so I guess the rationale would be why not get a fast pass. Well, contrary to most people's popular opinion, I'm not really in love with either of these rides. I don't know, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is, it's cute, Um, I like the line with the little gems and things like that, it can be very interactive, and the little kind of animatronic things of the seven dwarves and the mining um it's very cute and it's a very nice theme but I just feel like the ride is lacking I kind of tend to describe it as a less fun and you know I will say it is smoother but I kind of describe it as like a less fun watered down thunder mountain and for me that just lacks something it felt kind of unoriginal um to me and so I've gone on it a couple times and it just doesn't feel fast pass worthy to me. Now if you're going to the parks and you've never been on it and you see the fast pass for it, I say swap out you know a Thunder Mountain fast pass and get the Seven Dwarves Mine train. instead, they're very comparable rides, um, just so you can check it out. But going forward, I don't think I will ever be getting a fast pass for that ride. In regards to peter pan's flight um i also think it's a very cute very nostalgic ride but for me it just doesn't rank that highly it's not one of the most important things for me to ride when i am at the park and you know i will say i am lucky to not be going with any young children which i know that peter pan's flight can be a very great ride for so i guess that is just something else that needs to be considered i think and of course at magic kingdom I think everybody has their own opinions. That one's a little less cut and dry on what to do with the fast passes, and I think whatever you want to do at Magic Kingdom is up to you, and I think every option is good, except seriously, don't get a fast pass in advance for Buzz Lightyear, for Space Ranger Spin, because I feel like there's always same day fast passes, so I think you can make it work without that one. (laughs) Alright, last but not least, oh no wait, oops! Oh my God, I've been talking for so long now. I feel like I'm on the last one, but nope. We are at Epcot. Epcot and Hollywood Studios, why I saved them for the last is because it's where the tier systems get a little bit more complicated. So I feel like picking fast passes can be more difficult. So, Epcot, let's focus in. The tier one fast passes for Epcot, so that means you can only pick from one of them, include Test Track, Sorin, and Frozen. So, for me, the ride that I like the most is Test Track. I know that it has a single rider line, but even that kind of can feel like it takes forever to me. Um, so, Test Track is my top attraction to get a fast pass for at Epcot, but it can be hard. And, you know, from there, it's really a toss-up for me between Soren and Frozen. I think I would go with Frozen as a secondary tier one fast pass, mainly just because I feel like you can always get on Sorin. I don't know if it's just been when I've been going the past three or four years, but it just feels like I can always wait in the line for Soren. It's not a very fun line, but I feel like the wait times have not been that high, and so I feel like you can kind of always wait for it. Now, outside of the tier one fast passes, for me, there really aren't any Good choices for fast passes in the tier two range at Epcot. So, what I usually do, and I know this is probably very different from what other people may do, is I usually get one for Spaceship Earth. Even though I know there's usually never that much of a wait, it's just kind of nice to be able to walk right on because, again, you're gonna ride it anyways because it's iconic while well, it's still open before it undergoes the refurbishments. Hopefully, we'll still be able to thank the Phoenicians, but we'll wait and see. But anyways, you're going to ride it no matter what, so why not have a fast pass? That's my rationale. Now, for the third one, I would say most people would probably do Mission Space, but I don't know. It's always kind of messed with me and makes me feel off for the rest of the day, so I just avoid that ride. Some people love it. I don't, personally. So my third fast pass usually feels like a little bit of a waste because sometimes I use it on the Nemo ride, which notoriously never has more than like a 20 minute wait so it does feel a little silly um, but usually I just use it on Nemo because it's cute and I need to use that third fast pass so I can start getting more. In case you couldn't tell fast passes in Epcot right now aren't really my thing. If I do get fast passes for Epcot you know sometimes you just because you really want to ride test tracks so you got to lock into those. If I get the fast passes there I usually do it first thing in the morning like ASAP as soon as possible just so that I can start getting fast passes elsewhere or for the other tier one attractions you know maybe pick up a frozen fast pass or pick up a Soarin' fast pass or start trying to go to another park um, just because it doesn't really feel worth it to kind of spend all those fast passes in Epcot so those are my thoughts on Epcot and lastly and arguably I think the most currently complicated most going on is hollywood studios hollywood studios has seriously grown on me these past few years with the addition of toy story land and now galaxy's edge it used to be a park that for me maybe i would pop into quickly or it would be at most half a day on a trip but now it's really somewhere that i want to go back to again and again just because of how well themed these new lands are, you know, and kind of what the park is growing into and becoming. It's also important to note for this discussion that, you know, the two rides in Galaxy's Edge, Smuggler's Run and Rise of the Resistance, do not take fast passes at this time. So my list will definitely change when those become available for fast pass. I'm assuming whenever that happens, Probably give it a while for the Rise of the Resistance craze and initial, you know, awe factor to wear off. I'm assuming they'll change the tier system around so that the two tier one attractions are smugglers run in Rise of the Resistance, similarly to how they have it for Pandora in Animal Kingdom, and that all other attractions will become tier two. That is my guess, um, and that's the way that I think it would work the best, but we'll see what they do when the time comes so as of now the annoying thing about hollywood studios is that the tier one attractions are literally every actual ride in the park except for star tours so that means out of slinky dog dash alien swirling saucers toy story mania tower of terror rock and roller coaster i think i got them all and ignoring the two galaxy's edge rides you can only pick one of those to get a fast pass for in advance so that gets to be pretty frustrating because that means you pretty much have to brave the lines for almost all of the other rides so my first pick out of all of those attractions for a fast pass in advance would be slinky dog dash just because it is a new roller coaster it's very fun toy story land is incredibly well themed And the lines at Slinky Dog Dash are still quite long. Not Pandora long, but pretty long. Always upwards of an hour, usually two hours at certain times. And so I think that that is a very worthwhile fast pass to get. My second pick would probably be Rock and Roller Coaster, just because I feel that also has consistently long lines. However, it does have the single rider line. The other two, Toy Story Land rides and Tower of Terror, I feel you can always kind of reasonably wait for and get on um, and they're all so well themed for the lines that you don't really notice that you're waiting for so long so uh, Slinky Dog Dash is my first pick for that and Rock and Roller Coaster would be my secondary pick. Moving on to second and third choices for fast passes so obviously the only other ride that you can get is Star Tours so I would get that even though you know in comparison to Smuggler's Run it Is almost obsolete now Star Tours I feel but it is still you know again it goes with the nostalgia and it's a classic attraction at Hollywood Studios for me um and so or at least that's what it's becoming and so I would definitely get that and I'm not a huge fan of the shows and everything at Hollywood Studios and that might be an unpopular opinion but the rest of the rides or attractions that you can get a fast pass for are all shows so here's what I do I'm kind of a fan of Muppet Vision just because I don't know it's the Muppets that's always a good time so usually my third fast pass at Hollywood Studios would be for Muppet Vision and you have two options so you can either scan in with your fast pass sit hang out rest up for a while inside which can be nice it can be relaxing and then you watch the show for I don't even know how long it is 15 minutes. I I genuinely don't actually know how long Muppet Vision is. So you can sit there and you can watch it, whatever. Or what I have done and what many people do, you just scan your fast pass and then you leave. You don't actually have to go watch it and you make sure that that's your last fast pass, your last, you know, in advance pre-planned fast pass so that you can just scan it and leave and then start making new fast pass selections maybe in the park you know if you're lucky enough that there's a tier one attraction fast pass still available um, or at another park with other rides that you might want to go on that's my plan at hollywood studios i know some people might be saying like no i love the indiana jones spectacular thing or another show that's there i don't so that's usually my go-to and again this is all going to change once the galaxy's edge rides become fast pass plus eligible poof okay those are all my thoughts. It obviously takes a lot of advanced planning, a lot of thought before booking these fast passes, and that's one of the biggest things that I want to drive home with people beginning to plan vacations is to really plan your fast passes, know the tier systems, know what you can and can't pick together, um, and then of course, most importantly, know what you and your family or your group of fellow travelers want to do. Know what everybody's priorities are. Um, And just go with whatever options you think are going to be the most fun for all of you. All right. I really hope my picks helped you maybe solidify your own plans for FastPass planning. Whether it was saying, oh, wow, I really agree with her choices or saying, no way, I would have a completely different selection. I hope it helped. You know, and if you want, please reach out to me You know, with any questions, comments, or if you want to let me know what your FastPass picks are. You can obviously reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram at DiscoYeti underscore pod, or you could always email me at DiscoYetiPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone. I'll be talking to you again real soon.